today in the Attorney Career Advice Podcast with Harrison Barnes. Law firms actually can be much more profitable when people enjoy coming into work and, and working together because then they're more likely to work hard and, and, and a good atmosphere can be developed for that. Another thing is the, the importance of the meaningfulness. So today I'm going to be talking about the best ways for law firms to increase associate satisfaction and retention, which is obviously a very important uh, topic, especially with the current market the way it is and the best talent hard to find and so forth. And these are really the main things that I've learned over uh, the past few decades of working with associates uh, that I speak to every day about why they're unhappy with their jobs and, and also drawing up on a lot of research and other things that are very important in terms of what makes associates stick around. In the years past, law, law firms always expected a business to grow and they didn't believe that it was very hard to continue expanding the pie. And a, lo a lot of the the way that uh, people think about law firms is after World War II, the United States really was expanding very rapidly. And most people that most firms were always growing and the pie was growing. So it became very easy for people to become partner in firms. Most people made partner and uh, there wasn't a lot of lateral movement. And there was a lot of people expected a very little attrition because there was an upward mobility. And But now the legal market has become much more competitive and all law firms aren't continually expanding. And there's a lot of expectations that have, have gone away. And, and because of that, the, it's become very difficult to hold on to associates. And, and, and it's a much different market than it was before. And law, lawyers have become more of a commodity, less individual and money's become a lot more important in every firm and and more emphasis is on place and attorneys bringing to business and, and billing lots of hours and so forth and the, the, the service to clients and making people happy is no longer really the most important thing it's about how much money associates are able to make for firms and that's really created a, a much different environment for associates than it was in the past so where as before people might have been a little bit happy much happier practicing law and now uh, it's associated with a lot of much more negativity than it was in the past. And so in order to make associates happy, what do you do in this new business environment? How do you keep people happy? And that's, that, and that's something that I think the most successful firms uh, have to figure out and have figured out to some extent, and others haven't. And, and law firms need to learn new ways to really create, make associates happy and feel happier to work and, and, and really enjoy uh, their jobs. And, and even though their, their main purpose for most firms is to make money and leave, at the same time, there are ways uh, to make associates happy. The, the thing is that it's a very competitive market being an associate in most firms. I, I, have, I do this seminar every week on uh, Thursdays, but on Wednesdays I do one and it's primarily associates. And, and the, the thing I hear every week is just how unhappy people are. They're very stressed out. They, they're, they're medicating themselves. They're, they're seeing psychiatrists and, and just under a lot of stress and often leaving. And it's because of the stress of the work and uh, the money that's motivating people to push them hard and the law firms to be competitive. And Many attorneys, also associates, want to have uh, significant others and spouses. They may want families and they may want to even have outside interests. Some of the things that associates really want that I found are they want to feel that they're part of a team. They want to be uh, recognized for things that they've done uh, in the past many times, uh, even if it's where they went to law school. And then they want to be given support for things that they want to do in the future. I think that's very important. They want to be 
thought of as investments and where the, the firm is taking care of them, giving them education and, and giving them things to do both inside and outside the firm and, and continually making them feel like they're a dancer or responsibility. They want to feel that the work is humane <laughs> to some extent and, and they do want good pay and hours and so forth. And also they want to be, they want to feel like they're individuals and not just members of the team. So they want to be recognized for the kind of people that they are individually and their own their own style and and that's hard it's hard when you're running a big business to to do that and to make people to give everyone interesting work and to make everyone feel like an individual and to recognize everyone but that these are the things that associates want and uh, a lot many associates now especially want pro bono they want uh, to feel that there's good training they they increasingly really value diversity of, of peers and they want to know that they can go off and take time off if they need to. And, and so they want to feel that they're working for uh, an employer that has compassion for them and, and it will really understand them. And, and then they want to balance between their professional and personal goals. So they don't just want to feel economically successful. They want to feel personal satisfaction in their work. And these are the things that they want. And it's not to say that they get them, but that this is if you had to put together a list of what firms want. These are the things. And law firms that are able to integrate these things into their firm tend to do very well. So this is really, if you need to understand why associates leave firms, attorneys leave firms for a bunch of different reasons. There's no consistent reason why they leave, but most of them are now mobile. They they have a lot of ability to move move to other places. And there's there used to be, believe it or not, and most people wouldn't even believe it because it's so long ago, but there used to be a stigma with leaving a firm or any type of job change. And that that doesn't really exist anymore. And and so now associates are willing to leave and they feel that the firm isn't giving them what they want. And and then they also see the firm, they feel like they don't they aren't gonna be able to make partner. They may become less willing to stick around and uh, more willing to move. And these are things that, that are important to associates, the upper mobility. The, and then the other thing is many times when they're given unmet, when they're, one thing is represented to them in terms of flexibility of their job or uh, what's expected or training and other responsibility, then that can be make them unhappy. And it's very important, I think, when associates are interviewed and where they're brought on for them to understand that, that the reasons that the, what the job is actually like. And one of the things that happens is there's, there's always in, in many firms, there's periods of low morale. And so when there's periods of low morale, it's often a result of people leaving or bad news or uh, various things. And when that happens, and you generally will get a lot of associates leaving and it can be when groups of partners leave the firm, it can be when certain associates are let go, often for no reason. It can be if they're working with bad partners that they don't like, and bad partners for them or people that they feel are critical. It can be when they're put into assignments where they don't, where they're unprepared to do the work, which is very common. It can be given assignments that they don't like. And sometimes it's just that the attorney doesn't belong in the practice of law. It's very common, especially with young associates to choose a firm that is just not the right fit for them. And maybe they're not even uh, fit for practicing law. And then the other thing is when a law firm starts not letting people be more human, meaning they don't let them do pro bono or, or they don't let the attorneys be themselves or take time off or look the other way when they do, then the law firm will become seen as greedy and that will uh, make people leave. And there's different components of what makes someone happy at work. And really whatever the field is, that being satisfied at work depends on a bunch of different components. And these are some of the ones that I found are the most important to associates. So the first thing is the craftsmanship. And what that means is people want to see the fruits of their work. They 
They don't just want to do work and, and not see the results of it. They want to see the fruits of what they do. And they want to feel uh, responsible for creating the, the final work product. And they want to see the big picture. So they don't just want to be given like a discrete assignment and not know the whole of it. They want to feel that they're part of something and that they brought about something and did something. Explaining to associates, just a, a partner that takes a few minutes to explain how important an individual task is or a part of what they're doing to the overall objective of the firm can be very useful and, and something that helps uh, quite a bit in terms of for the firm and the people, uh, the associates being happy when they feel like they're, they're part of something. The other thing is economic security. In, in exchange you know, with, for, for work, lawyers traditionally have made fairly good money uh, compared to other professions. Now, uh, a lot of us attorneys do not have economic security. There's been numerous layoffs in firms, and when law, law, law firms do mass layoffs when hours are low, or when they let people go, often indiscriminately or uh, recklessly, that makes people feel very insecure. And in law firms, if they can make, to the extent that they can, they need to make people feel like they're economically secure. And some of the best law firms actually re resist ever letting people go. And I've seen some law firms that will let people sit around for a year or more with just a couple hundred billable hours, whether they get the, the reputation of someone that's laying people off and so forth or letting people go because uh, they need people there to feel secure. And not letting people go when you could often does buy that security as opposed to the opposite. The next thing is companionship. People want to feel part of a team. And and that means being having people around you that are willing to listen to you and that will take your side in various issues and, and allowing people to be included in different decisions and, and so forth. And, and, law, and law firms like that. And they like when they feel uh, supported by other people and they feel part of a group and all humans do, but that's very important. And the law firms that are able to develop the esprit de corps among their associates and their partners tend to be much better off economically and have a lot less attrition. But the next thing is that lawyers really do want to feel like they're doing something that matters. And just as they want to be able to know that the work that they're doing is meaningful to the ultimate result, the other thing is that they want to feel that there's something important uh, with their work and that they're doing something that's meaningful and bonding with clients and feeling they're helping the clients and taking the client side is important. Law and candidates and attorneys all love to feel that they have some sort of relationship with the client and, and that makes them feel much more positive. The other thing is just the development of skills and knowledge and people want to get better at their jobs and take on more responsibility. And, and so attorneys that are able to do that, it's also very helpful that they, they, people that get better and they're mentored and people pointing out how they can become better attorneys. And, and it shows a commitment of the firm to, to the associates. And, and, and that's something that's very important. And a lot of firms will just stick people in different assignments and so forth to hope that they won't leave, but making people feel uh, that they're developing and that you're constantly giving them new challenges and stuff is very important for associates. The other thing is learning to be creative and, and, and solve new problems. And, and it is important. A lot of firms will rotate associates like Cravath for the longest time would rotate people to work with different partners and different groups to give them a sense of what it's like working in different places. And, and so that, that can be very helpful as well, like making people feel challenged and that there's always something new around the corner as opposed to just uh, pushing them in a place where they're bored. If they're in a place where they're bored, uh, they're likely to leave. And then the other thing is just to have the opportunity to 
have some sort of leadership or judgment and power. What that means is including associates in different matters and, and allowing associates to take on more and more responsibility and, and to interact more with clients. And, and then to the extent you can, allowing them to work on things that only partners may work on occasionally, to interact with clients on important things. Those are all very important as well. To the extent firms can do that, that's very important and gives leadership uh, ability. And then the other thing I think, I brought this up in a couple of other points, but really having the ability to identify with a greater mission. And when an associate feels that there's a purpose to what they're doing and that everybody's on the same page in terms of doing this stuff for clients and that there's goals and that the law firm has goals and that these goals are part of something more significant than whether or not it's what the firm is doing and that you're helping the firm grow, become something, or you're helping the firm in a niche is very important. And when people feel that, it really motivates them to uh, want to be part of a firm. And uh, can be a great thing. And then this is the next section is really how to, to create a desirable work environment. And and really, the this is, in my opinion, one of the more important points, because when law firms, when there was a time when more, when law firms and the attorneys in them were very much closer than they are today, when it was a less business-oriented environment where people were included uh, in decisions and where they knew they would be working together for years and years in the future. And and they work closely with each other. And, and, and now it's not as much like that. And these are some policy ideas that I think uh, can help law firms. And then also will, in my opinion, would add to law firms being more effective in terms of keeping uh, people. And so the first thing is, I think that everybody should have a niche. So each associate in every firm I should have a niche depending on uh, their personality. And and that means putting them in the, the correct practice area or giving them uh, the correct type of assignments. And so you should be able to read into what people are, people enjoy, the type of work that they like, and then put them in uh, the correct the correct practice area. So an example is just like a problem solving attorney may enjoy doing estate planning or workouts. And if someone is very extroverted or aggressive, they might like trial work or introverted, more transactional work or research. So making sure that everybody has a niche and then even within those niche, niche, making sure that there's certain things that people are recommended for in terms of being very good at and, and that they feel like that there's one thing that they're really special at in the firm and then they can take some ownership of that. And a lot of times the firms do very well where they're able to rotate. And this is something, again, that Cravath developed and that was kind of the largest, the first big law firm. And so a lot of the systems and things that they developed in the past, they've done because they, they've worked. And so assigning people to the task where they're, where they're most likely to succeed and, and really making sure that each of them has a niche that they enjoy, where they, they get a lot of satisfaction out of the work. If somebody's enjoying doing something, they're typically very happy billing a lot of hours, but if they're not, then they may not be. Uh, another thing is to have a mentor. I think that associates, there, there should be definitely always a form of mentoring system. So there's someone that the associate can turn to for advice that they feel like is their friend and someone that's not necessarily supervising their work and can give them advice about what it's like dealing with different partners and that not to worry about this, or maybe you should be more concerned about this. And, and often associates that are less outgoing don't find mentors. And it's very important to, to really have a formalized mentor program where, where, that, where that mentor takes an hour per month and goes out to lunch or sits down with the person and asks them how things are going and, and makes sure that they check in. And the more that happens, the, the better off the associate's going to be. And, and, and that also tends to prevent 
uh, people from leaving. If they have someone they can turn to when they have issues to talk about and to get some perspective. And a lot of times a really good mentor will see things and problems that the associate may be having and making that, that, that could be head off and, and it will be able to tell them because people can see things in others that other people can't necessarily see themselves. And so I think a mentor system is one of the most important things that law firms can really do to, to keep their associates around and assigning good partners of leaders of the firm to also be mentors and not just the, the people that may be doing it because there's nothing else for them to do. Another thing that, that I think is important is having a relaxed atmosphere in the firm and that recognizes individuality and uh, reflects the continuing interest of uh, the associate as an individual. The law firm should balance the need for teamwork with a recognition of individuality. And, and the lifestyle means not just what outside of work hours, but also how, what's the, what's it like being at the office? What is it like being there and what is, how does it feel? like being around the people there and do people feel uh, recognized as individuals? And, and I'll remember, it's a funny story, but the, the, my, when I was in law school, I worked at firms in New York, which were very formal and serious and people would literally wear their suit coats at their desk at the firm I was at. And, and then when I came out to Los Angeles to interview after a clerkship or during a clerkship, I noticed I, the, the first firm I interviewed with was Heller Irma, which is no longer around in Los Angeles. But it was very funny because the, the, the couple of the men were wearing like leather pants and had t-shirts on and like tight t-shirts and were with cigarettes on their desk. And I just couldn't believe how different it is. And so different firms will allow people to be different types of people and, and having an open uh, system where people can feel welcome for the, with their, with the kind of people they are is good. And then some people don't mind long work days and some people don't. Things that offer attorneys the ability to communicate with each other, things that offer them the ability to deal with stress, things that when the law firm exhibits concern for the attorneys, that's important. And then really balancing the lifestyles of the attorney is very important. And law firms actually can be much more profitable when people enjoy coming into work and and working together because then they're more likely to work harder and, and, and a good atmosphere can be developed for that. Another thing is the, the importance of the meaningfulness of work. The law, law firms and attorneys should really, they should value the work that they're doing. And a lot of attorneys often don't feel that there's any value to the work and that's not appreciated or that's not part of something larger. So things need to be exciting and there needs to be meaning uh, and some purpose of the work and bonuses can help. But also one of the things that's very useful is when partners and other people will publicly praise associates with emails or to the groups or other things and telling them what a good job they do because it, it really feels, it makes people feel important and welcome. And that's public appreciation that is very important and, and does wonders to keep people around. People that don't feel appreciated leave. And then the other thing too, is just allowing associates to interact and deal with, with clients. The associates can really, with cases that aren't that interesting and so forth, they, if they're able to be like one of the primary contacts or the primary contact with a client, they often will enjoy themselves much more. And, and so that, that can be uh, a very uh, good thing for associates as well. And many times, so if there's just a lot of routine tasks. It's it's often a good idea to just that you can assign them to a paralegal, for example, the the attorney doesn't need to do that. I mean, and allow the, the associate to feel some value that I mean you're looking out for their time and want them to work on a higher value of test. Another thing that tends to be very helpful is to allow associates to 
uh, participate in the firm. If associates are given a voice in law firm policies and management and so forth, then they feel like they're heard. And, and associates like to be part of committees where they can talk about things as a group and where they feel other people are listening to them. And, and, and they like that. So that that's another uh, you know important thing. And just making them feel that they have, that they're part of the team and they have some sort of role in everything. And then another thing is to provide training and supervision with, with evaluations on a regular basis. People really do have training. They'd like to have feel that people are, that the firm is looking out for them and it's their family and that, and that, that it's sending people to different training programs. They like getting out of the office or they are feeling that there's things there that they can do that are training them. They, people enjoy that. And then and they also like having internal training and lunches and so forth, and even Saturday training and retreats. And, and then also to get feedback. So people like feedback and uh, feedback, especially when the feedback is good, it makes them feel proud and they will share it with their family and others. And if they need to get better, it will motivate them to, to improve. And, and some partners and other people may need to learn how to effectively give feedback, but feedback has, can be very useful. And then the other thing is just allowing for growth. And in realizing that different people will perform and, and grow at different speeds and allowing associates to uh, be involved in client development and giving them client contact and so forth can be very important. And, and even teaching associates rainmaking techniques or some firms out there that have been do a very good job with that. And as a consequence of teaching these techniques are able to retain people and, and because the, the associates feel like they're growing and they take them out and they show them how to pitch different sites companies and they have meetings with other associates where they talk about how to pitch business and so forth. And some people have uh, a natural ability to attract clients and others have to learn, but it is a teachable skill. You don't have to be uh, the most outgoing to be able to do it. And then, and then also just making sure that there's always recognition when people do things well. And public recognition typically uh, works almost as well many times as a financial recognition. And then the other thing is just, I think that you obviously need uh, billable hour requirements, making sure that, that to some extent that it's you know, capped or you can keep people not working all the time can actually be very helpful because people will leave when the hours are extreme. So always look for something uh, that you can't really fix that. And, it's, and it, in the, the investment that you're making in an attorney may not be worth having them work due to excessive billing requirements. And this is something that, that happens all the time. I, I've been in situations that seen situations where people haven't had a day off in months and in six months or more. And eventually that, that can catch up with the firm because the person will leave. And so allowing that person or even requiring them not to, to, to kill themselves in these hours can be uh, very useful. And some people are just naturally uh, inclined to, to work all the time, but you have to, if you can, do something to put a you know, like, like a limit on that, because then if you do, then those associates won't leave. And so another thing is that a lot of attorneys do think about at some point doing part-time work or flex time schedule and, and may need various things and, and don't necessarily want that to impact their ability to be a partner in the future. These sorts of things and having those policies out there is, are important. And many firms actually have childcare centers now. Other firms are, have very generous leave policies for, for, for parents and um, encourage for both men and women. And it's still with men, a difficult thing. A lot of times when men will take leave for paternity leave, they'll come back and no one will give them work anymore. And, but I think that's changing to some extent, but definitely for women, it's considered fine. And it's a, a shame that it's still not 
kind of a universal thing for men. But but allowing those sorts of things for different sorts of people is very helpful. And uh, and if you're going to lose people when you when you take a bright line with that stuff, if you don't, if you set up an environment where you show you care about people, overall uh, people are going to end up working much harder. And then the other thing is just encouraging people to do uh, things uh, outside of the office, the different types of work. Many attorneys do want to do things outside of work, so some want to be part-time. That's Some may want to get involved in the politics or, and uh, other things. And so if the law firm allows that, then, then they're going to have an easier time recruiting. They're going to have an easier time holding on to people. And the people there are actually going to end up often working uh, much harder than they might otherwise do. And then allowing the lawyers to make a humanitarian contribution. What that means is just if the lawyer wants to do a pro bono, then many times people need to feel like they're part of something greater and than, than the actual work they're doing for clients. But allowing that to happen if people want to is perfectly fine. Uh, law students always ask about it. So just saying we have this policy, even if a lot of people uh, don't do that work is perfectly fine. People have the time. And then, and then allowing compensation to be adjusted. So sometimes people do not want to work the same hours and allowing people to have different levels of hours or to have different bonus pools, depending on how many hours that work is also an important. So giving attorneys the ability to choose how much they want to work is very important and something that in, in different firms can be adjusted. And a lot of firms will do that based on titles. They'll have staff attorneys or managing attorneys and different people at different levels that are given powers and so forth, depending or given responsibility, depending on that sort of thing. And that can be very helpful. And then, and then just different benefits that can be used as rewards or higher inducements. People love to talk about this stuff. And it's just, it's a, it's not, even though it's not that important to firms, it's important for people to feel like they're valued and it makes them work hard paying for moving expenses or having really good home or health disability life insurance. I remember when I was in law school, there was a firm that would loan you money for a home down payment. That's a nice thing. Or giving you money for allowing you to take a vacation or giving you a percentage of fees for new business, sabbaticals, allowing you to have continued education fees, parking, health club memberships, other bonuses tied to firm profits and so forth. All that stuff can be very helpful and it can make a big difference. And you don't know. Some people are motivated by something as simple is the quality of the, the health insurance. Other people are motivated by having a gym membership. You just, there's all sorts of reasons that certain people will join firms. And, and the more of that stuff you have out there, even if it doesn't cost you a lot, uh, the more likely people are to be interested in your firm. And then, and then one of the things is that I think firms that, that are very successful are, are able to break up the seriousness of practicing law by things like softball teams or weekly social hours or, or different fun things that the firms do together and where the people come together in, in a different way. And, and I think all that can be very helpful when law firms do that. And most law firms should do those things because it breaks up the kind of seriousness of working at the firm. A law firm that does these things, I think, will typically uh, get a lot of resumes. If you, if you make the firm attractive to associates and you do the things I'm talking about a whole lot, I think you'll be able to uh, do much better as a firm and, and without doing these sorts of things, it's very difficult, I think, for a law firm to remain very competitive. So I'm just going to take a quick break for one second, and then I will come back and I will answer um, as many questions as people have about this or any other type of hiring things. Okay, so let's get started with questions and let's see, Michael, as many questions as you guys have, just let me know. Let's just see here, plenty of time for questions. 
Okay, the first question is, how much should a law firm spend ongoing training for attorney salaries? I don't know. And I think that the most important thing with it, the training is also a good choice for clients. Clients like to know if the, the better your attorneys are and the more trained they are, the more effective they're going to be uh, for clients as well. I certainly recommend a, a law firm spend as much money as they're, they're comfortable doing on training for their attorneys. I think the, the most important thing I would recommend is just spending the time with, with making sure you put big training into everything. So at our recruiting firm, for example, what we do with training is we have like weekly training sessions. So we do 90 minutes with the recruiters here, like once a week. And then we have, and then we also have typically biannual conferences where we'll do like a couple of days of training, like two to three days of training in a row. And then, and so those are some of the things that we do for, for training and it costs money. It costs money to bring people together and it also costs money to do all this stuff, but it can be, it's very helpful and it, it makes a big difference in terms of people feeling valued and, and, uh, and, and how effective they are. And I don't know, but you should know. Uh, Think about it in terms of revenues, but I think that whatever it costs to schedule, make sure that there's people are being trained and, and you have ongoing training at least, uh, you know, once a month and stuff, this can be very important. Okay, let's see here. Guys, any more questions you guys have? There's not a lot of questions today, which is fine, but let's see here. Okay, let's see here. Can you suggest some good ways to market our firm's greater mission or should we just put it on the website? So. It depends on what your firm's greater mission is, but when any business, like there's all sorts of classes and stuff that are given for CEOs and for, for business owners. And, and I've certainly taken a lot of them in the past. And a lot of times what they'll talk about is they'll have to know if everybody in the, the firm knows what the firm stands for, everybody in the company knows what the firm stands for, then then it's much easier. Then people are much more excited about doing their jobs. And, and if they know that we're here to be the greatest litigation firm ever, or we're here to be, you know, to make sure that people get the best trust documents they possibly could get. If everybody has uh, a certain mission that they understand and that everyone's behind that, then the firm is going to be much more effective. So. Putting it on your website and then continually reminding people of it on an ongoing basis. And I'll show you something that's fun here that we do for our company each week, like in our uh, weekly meetings, is we have we start off our our weekly meetings with reading our mission to to attorneys. And so we have we have core values that we read, we say what our mission is, and our mission is about careers and lives. It's not just about that. And then we also have core values. And so the core values, we talk about being honest with information, about getting, using the jobs, getting the best information, dominating the market with the most jobs, changing the rules of the game in terms of what is possible, using technology, being a team. And so everybody in our company knows what those rules are. And, and we talk about them, recite them each week as a group. And then the other thing that we do that's cool is then we also, and these are, you know, this is an example of just a weekly learning session where we talk about what firms are looking for when they're hiring people. Are we guaranteed to make money? Will we make money and so forth? And then we, these are questions when the recruiters update us on things like, what am I going to do differently? So they go around. And then the final thing that we do is we always, we have like a, a creed that we read each week. And so this is that everybody, someone new always reads us each week on the meetings and they, and we have, when we just rotate people reading this, and this is what we stand for, which is to get attorneys jobs. And if people aren't really trying to do this, that uh, they don't belong here. And then our job is to connect with candidates and law firms and study the market. And then these are the things that are things that we resist and move away from. And so we do this every week. And so the, everybody in the company 
knows what we stand for and everybody in the company, um, you know, understands that stuff. So when you're able to do that as a group with people and when you have stuff that you stand for and the firm knows it, then it's very positive. So the teaching and, and that sort of can be very helpful uh, for people each week. So it looks like that's all the questions I have, unless anybody has anything more, but I certainly appreciate all the questions and, and we do this meeting each week and I will be back again uh, next week with a presentation and I hope this one was helpful. There's also an article that goes along with it uh, as well that you guys can uh, read and, and I think that's it. So thank you for showing up today. That's all the time we have for this edition of the show. If you are an attorney looking for a change, head on to bcgsearch.com. 